nutrition, gut health, mental health, hormones, and so much more. These all play roles in sustainable weight management. So I scour the globe for top experts in fitness, health, and weight loss to bring to you this podcast. So take a seat and enjoy the ride. Welcome to another episode of the Zika Health Show. This is weight management expert, Narado Zico Powell. In this weekend short, I will explain to you the benefits and the downsides of ketosis and metabolic flexibility for sustainable weight management. Okay, there's some huge differences that I want to make sure I highlight. By the end of this episode, you will have a better understanding of your metabolism and you will have more information to make changes so you can eat food you love while, guess what? Burning body fat. So get ready for this short. It's going to be power pack for you. So let's start with my good friend, keto. I don't think of keto as a fat diet because it actually has many benefits. In fact, anyone's been listening to me for a while, they know I cycle ketosis. So let's talk about some of the benefits. High fat diets like keto will aid your body's ability to develop adequate enzymes like lipase to break down body fat. And if you're not familiar with gut enzymes, a few weeks ago, I released a short on gut enzymes, or you can listen to last episode I released on Tuesday with Maria Fox, where we talked about gut enzymes, the importance they play in long-term weight management. But most people who are overweight, especially if you eat a Western diet, standard American diet, or you can say the Western diet. Standard American diet, I call it SAD, by the way. We kind of do abbreviations, but these diets are higher in sugars and carbs, right? So we generally have more amylase than other than other enzymes. So we can break down carbs and sugars, but we don't have enough to break down fat. Not say we don't have any, but not enough that we need. And you need to have that balance. You need to have the right enzymes to break down fat for energy and the right enzymes to break down carbs for energy. And that's why going on a keto diet can help to train your body and help you to develop the right enzymes so you can break down fat for energy. So if this is you, I recommend a gradual approach. Instead of jumping into a high fat or keto diet, because you jump in it, but you don't have enough enzymes. So slow and steady, right? Build your way up. It's kind of like building your tolerance, kind of like with liquor. You're building that tolerance. Because if you lack adequate enzymes to break down fats, guess what happens? You're going to have storing most of it, in the beginning at least. 
And I've had episodes where we talk about if you're if you have non-alcoholic fatty liver disease, you may not want to jump into a keto diet. Or if you're overbeat, overweight and you have fats around your organs, you may not want to jump into a keto diet. There are reasons for that. The gradual approach is always going to be better. The next thing about keto, and I already hint on this, but I'm gonna go a little bit deeper. It can train your body to break down fats or use ketones for endurance training. See, once you are able to eat a high-fat diet, or if you're in ketosis, then you, it can actually help you to improve how you perform in aerobic or endurance workout. Because for long bout endurance work, our body actually does prefer ketones, not carbs. Our body needs carbs. When you cross the anaerobic threshold, that's when your body needs carbs to push you into that next level. But if you're in zone one or zone two, which is where most of us should work out if we're trying to burn fat, ketosis or high-fat diets are very good for that. But again, gradual approach. Now, I want to quickly talk about what zone two is, if, if you haven't heard my earlier episodes on that. But zone two is when you're, you're doing an endurance work, but you're not pushing a lot of energy. So you're really looking at, it comes down to your heart rate. So it's 0.6 to 0.75 of your max heart rate, which you're going to feel like almost nothing. Of course, your max heart rate is 220 minus your age, which is an, an estimate. And then you multiply that by 0.6 to 0.75, 0.75 being a higher of the scale. And a lot of times you're going to feel like it's nothing, but when you're in that zone, it's easier for your body to maintain fat burning. Another thing too is the way you breathe. So outside of training, I breathe in for three seconds. I breathe out for seven seconds. Usually I breathe in, I hold, and I breathe out, especially if you do that before you eat because you're calming, you're activating your vagus nerve. You're activating your parasympathetic nervous system, right? Your rest and digest, help you digest your food better. So before you eat, just breathe in and breathe out, but slowly. You breathe in for about three seconds, hold it for a couple seconds, breathe out for about five to six seconds, and do that about five times before you eat and even after you eat. Or if you can even go for a walk after you eat, not a brisk walk, but just a five, ten minute Walk outside, get, enjoy the sunlight, get the fresh air. And by the way, sunlight has an impact on the adipose tissue as well. Those things are super beneficial for training your body to burn fat. So if you're on a high, medium to high fat diet or you're in ketosis and you have the right habits to help you burn fat, bam, magic starts to happen. Another amazing thing about keto is uh, it's a low-inflammation diet. You've heard me talk before that our mitochondria have five pathways. And um, fat goes to mitochondrial pathway two, which is a low-inflammation pathway, versus sugars and carbs that go to one, three, four, and five, which are higher-inflammation pathways. Now, saying sugars are bad because you need sugars, you need carbs in moderation, but now you can see why Eating a lot of sugars can create more inflammation. It goes through different pathways in your, in your mitochondria. So there, there, there are definitely benefits to keto, like I mentioned. And these are just some benefits, but these are some of the main ones that I can mention. But I don't like when people say it's a fat diet because it's really not a fat diet. It's a fat diet if you're doing it just for the sake of trying to lose some pounds. But you can really cycle this. 
because your body, there's a lot of good things that your body does with ketosis. It's these small particles can cross the blood brain barrier, which will help to lower inflammation in the brain, right? It can uh, help to eliminate brain fog. It can actually increase your energy levels for endurance work, reduce inflammation, reduce oxidative stress, all the things that we're talking about, improve your health. Ketosis has its benefits. And I know a lot of nutritionists and naturopathic doctors that who use ketosis in their practice as a tool. Our ancestors used to go on ketosis in times of famine or in cold months. Think about that. In cold months, we eat pies, sugars, and cakes and a bunch of stuff and creates so way more inflammation when viruses are worse and sicknesses are worse in colder months. We have more, uh, we, we're more likely to experience, um, you know, flare-ups of MS and different bone-related issues that also are tied into inflammation and oxidative stress. But instead of eating medium to high-fat diets and lowering our sugars those times a year, we do the complete opposite. So think about that. Now, that's keto, and those are the benefits. Let's talk about metabolic flexibility. Let me first quickly explain what it is. See, unlike keto, metabolic flexibility means your body can burn fats or carbs as needed. Keto focuses on fats, maybe even some protein. I know keto is not no fat, but it's very minimal fat, right? I'm sorry. I know keto is not no carbs, but it's very minimal carbs, right? But when you're metabolically flexible, there are days you can go high carb, you can burn it just fine. Days you go high fat, you can burn it just fine. And your metabolism can switch between each. And this is the sweet spot. This is the magic. If you haven't heard, go back and listen to my interview with Maria Fox. She's a Lumen Metabolic Coach. And we talked about the importance of being flexible, your metabolism being flexible. Because that's how you sustain it long term. I'm, all, I'm 39 years old. And I have 12% body fat. And I eat a lot. But my metabolism is extremely flexible. There are times I, because I have an 80-20 rule, 80% of what I eat is clean and good. And I have moments that, you know, I'm human, right? But I still burn it off because I don't eat crap all the time. But my metabolism is flexible. And that's the magic right there. So when it's flexible, your body can adapt to energy demands. Because if, you want, if you're doing high-intensity work, your body will pull on those sugars as needed. If you're doing endurance work, then your body will pull mostly on the fat as needed. If you're walking around, if you're on the computer, when you're sleeping at night, if you're doing things that don't require a lot of explosiveness, your body will pull on that fat. That's the magic of metabolic flexibility. And that's when you lose weight when you're sitting there on the couch. Watching TV, not eating potato chips, but watching TV, relaxing, sleeping, you're burning fat. I want to stop here too. Let's talk about Lumen, right? Because Lumen is a product that's the only one on the market where you blow into it and it tells you if you're burning fat or carbs or energy. When they, when they give you, when they tell you what you're, what you're um, burning, they also give you nutrition recommendations so you can start, your metabolism can become more flexible. Wonderful product, worth the price. I believe in it 100%. I use it. It. I just came off my fast. I've been, uh, I blew it. I was burning fat. I just ate. 
I'm in, I'm blue and I'm still burning fat. It gives me a really good reading on what my body is doing at certain times so I can make adjustments to make sure my metabolism stays flexible. Because again, once your metabolism is flexible in that sweet spot, it's, 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 it's just nowhere but up from there. So get yourself Lumen. The, the, the website is uh, lumen.me and you can actually use code Zico Health to get 10% off. The, the, the website and the discount code are going to be in the description and in the show notes because every, everybody knows I don't really advertise on my podcast, but I always talk about Lumen because I believe in it 100%. If you don't believe me, go back and listen to the last interview with Maria Fox, which at 51, she lost over 60 pounds at age 51. She is a believer in metabolic flexibility because she follows Lumen's advice. She may not like what they're saying at the time, but she follows their advice. Now, let's dig a little bit deeper. What are ways to make your metabolism flexible? First thing is you need to know if you're primarily a sugar burner or a fat burner. And again, if you live in the U.S. or in the Western side of the world, you're more, more likely you are a sugar burner, especially if you've been eating a lot of sugary foods all your life, or if your parents have been eating a lot of sugary foods all their lives, then you're primarily a sugar burner. Now, if you're from maybe, let's say, the Inuit tribe or, you know, some, some colder areas where, you know, your, your, your diet and your ancestors' diet are meat dominant, you might be more of a fat burner. But that's actually really rare because especially in today's society, we love our sweets, right? Now, again, other than ancestral living and just figuring it and kind of guessing, which is pretty much an educated guess, Lumen will give you that reading and let you know. So that, that's your other way of knowing without having to actually guess. So let's talk about sugar burners because that's primarily where we are. If that's the case, you may want to think about a diet to temporarily shut down the glucose pathways. If not shut it down, almost bring it to zero. There's a wonderful video by uh, biochemist Rob Wolf if you look at Rob Wolf or metabolic flexibility, it's going to come up. It's a wonderful video, and he explains shutting down your, meta your glucose pathways so your body can run on fat. Now, generally, though, this really means that a medium fat to a low, to, to a low carb trending towards a keto-friendly diet is, is how you do that. And it's not by eating more fat necessarily. It's by taking the glucose out of your diet. Because your body starts to run on fat because guess what? It doesn't have the glucose. So people say, I'm gonna go, you know, I'm just gonna eat more fat, eat more fat. You don't want to do that if you don't have enough enzymes. You want to slow the buildup, but you also, if you give your body fat and glucose at the same time, and so fat and carbs and sugars at the same time, your body's gonna use the sugars. And it's gonna keep looking for the sugars and it's gonna develop the enzymes to break down the sugars. And then you're gonna store the fat and then you're gonna might even gain weight instead of lose weight. Another reason why just restricting calories is not going to work. Training your metabolism to be flexible is the way to go. Now, that can be great. But then let's talk about some of the things that can come up. 
you do want you do not want to stay on a high fat diet all the time. You want to cycle. And that's where uh, in the Lumen group, because when you buy the product, you get you're invited into the Facebook group. And people I've had a lot of people come over from keto and they say, when I eat carbs, I blow up or I don't feel good. And I say, yeah, because you've been on keto for so long that you've lost uh, most of the enzymes like amylase that you need to break down carbs. There isn't research of, um, of certain cultures where they can't eat, they've eaten sugar-free for so long that they can't eat anything with any sugars in it at all. And I'm not on the side saying sugars is bad. I think sugar is one of those things you can eat in moderation, especially if eating natural sugars like fruits and some vegetables. Completely different than Coca-Cola or Pepsi. So cycling keto can be very important because then as you cycle it, Especially if you're on a ketosis in colder months, more in the colder months, then you're low in inflammation, and then your body is developing the enzymes where you can break down the fats instead of just taking the carbs out forever and just, or just going on a high fat diet and forgetting the carbs altogether. Because what's the next thing that you're going to cycle is carbs. When you add carbs into your diet and you cycle carbs, especially in the beginning, you're trying to lose weight, you want to eat the bulk of your carbs, even if they're complex, around the time that your body's going to need them, especially in the beginning, because then you can use it for your workout and then go back to eating more medium to high fat. So your body can get used to saying, okay, I'm going to have carbs. I'm going to break it down for this workout and for recovery. But then in times when you're not under excess stress, your body's not under excess work, it can, it can start to become a complete, um, accustomed to use fats for endurance work and energy. Maybe you've cleaned the house, talking to your friends, sitting on the couch, you're sleeping. One thing about sleep, though, I always recommend that you eat something small, some small amount of carbs before you go to bed. Not a lot, just enough to give your brain that glucose because it's hard to go to sleep when your brain is, um, you don't have any sugar, any glucose for your brain. Your brain prefers glucose. So honey with ACV is something to think about, right? Apple cider vinegar. Just a little bit gives you that glucose. I recommend that to so many people and it's worked like magic. That's another example of cycling carbs, using it when your body needs it. But it's a little bit of honey, not a whole lot. I'm not saying to drink a half a bottle, you know, just a, a tea, teaspoon or so, or maybe even yeah, I said a teaspoon or so with some apple cider vinegar. Sleep like a baby. Now, what happens now as time goes along? As time goes along, your body becomes more used to fats. And you lose a lot, a lot of the enzymes to break down carbs, but then you're going to have moments where you're going to go on more medium or even days where you're going to live by high carb, especially if you're, you train intensely. So then your body starts to flow in between. It's like, okay, you're using a fat, lipase, and other fat-burning enzymes. Using carbs, amylase, and other carb-burning enzymes. And then your body, which is really smart, develops the ability to run between each because you have the enzymes to run between each. That's the magic of being metabolically 
flexible. Now, I hope I made it clear because I try my best to explain it to where it makes sense. Because this is a topic that's going to be huge in 2022. You're going to see a lot of nutritionists, a lot of dietitians, a lot of nutrition experts and health experts, weight management experts talk about metabolic flexibility. And the book, my first book that I'm going to write is going to be on metabolic flexibility. And I plan to start that book this month. I don't have a release date, so I'm not going to give you spoils on a release date. But that book is going to detail even way further than what I said today. It's going to detail how to train your body to be metabolically flexible. So when you get off your quote unquote diet that you want to call it, you don't blow up like a balloon. You can be 49, 50, 60. I don't know why I said 49, because I said 50. You know, I meant to say 40, 50, 60, 70. And as long as your metabolism is flexible, you will continue to burn the nutrients that you need as needed. Again, the, the, the website to Lumen is going to be in the show notes and also in the description of the podcast called Zika Health gets you 10% off. Oh, one more thing I want to add before I finish up too is that on high fat days, especially if you're on ketosis, you want to have electrolytes in your diet. You want to have adequate electrolytes in your diet. And a lot of times we experience the keto flu, one, because your, me 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 your metabolism is not flexible enough yet. And the other piece is that you're not getting enough electrolytes. When I switch between ketones, high fats, and carbs, I don't have the keto flu because my metabolism is extremely flexible. I, actually, on Lumen, I'm 18.5 out of 21. So it's just it's a room for improvement. And also, I have a lot of electrolytes in my diet. There's a, the electrolytes that I drink is a liquid IV, very delicious. Um, it actually has some glucose. So when you're cycling carbs, you can use liquid IV right before your workout. So you have glucose for your quick energy. And it also has electrolytes, which helps you to recover and reduce cramping, which we know the importance of electrolytes. Liquidiv.com, another called Zico Health, that'll get you 25% off their products as well. And everybody knows, if I recommend something, I believe in it 100%. So in summary, what am I saying here? Keto is not bad. It has its benefits. High-fat diets have their benefits. It can even help you in becoming metabolically flexible. However, training your metabolism to respond to energy demands by burning the right nutrients for fuel is the most sustainable habit to maintaining a healthy body weight. And if I, don't, if I didn't say it before, also helps you to feel balls to the walls amazing. Thank you so much. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. Thanks for listening to the Zico Health Show. If you got good quality content out of this episode, save, subscribe, and share it out there with family, friends, co-workers, or anybody who needs to hear this information. Remember, always take the scenic route and enjoy the ride.